Shoop de shoop de doo. You're listening to the AP Annual Podcasts, not affiliated with the Associated Press. Shoop shoop. To listen to more of our shows, visit annualpodcast.com. And to support us and help us grow our network, visit patreon.com slash the annual. And welcome to Now Available, now available on Video Cassette. Video Cassette. Now, available. now Available on Video, video cassette. cassette. Nice. Nice. That was good. Cool. Yeah, you know, I always say it in the beginning. Like, why? You can say it too. I Yeah, now I think I might. Yeah, do, yeah. let's hear it. Welcome to Now Available on Video Cassette. That was so much better than I normally do. Mm, I think it was okay. Does something feel weird about this? Because we're looking right at each we're other like, right look, now. We're looking at each other because we're using... Two microphones. microphones. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we've got uh, one per person. It's really big time. It's, yeah. And um, although, you know, improving one thing just, you know, creates another problem because there is some high-pitched ringing we can't... Don't we They can't, might not even notice. Uh, don't. Yeah, maybe not. Yeah. What, what's oh, the oh, thing? Oh, but now you hear it. You hear it now and... Movies. Now, now it's all you can focus on. <laughs> Anyways, we're not here to talk about our production techniques. High-pitched ringing. We're here to talk about PCU. PCU. What does that stand for? Politically Correct University. Is that actually what the university was founded? Is that the name that it was supposed I to be? I think that's the name of it. Yeah, I don't no, know. No, that's the name of the movie, and that's like, it, it's oh. like a weird, it's like a play on right. words or something, because I think it's supposed to be like Port Charles or Port Chester or something. Right. University, right. they didn't like the founding fathers of PCU didn't right didn't but, call it politically correct university. Yeah. So before we go further, if you're just joining us for the first time, yeah, now available on video cassette is a podcast where Trevor and I, Tom, I'm Tom, I'm Trevor. This is the podcast where we explore movies from the '90s, typically. So far, they've all been from the '90s. That's the yeah. That's the that's, go-to. That's the kind of like the the gist of, of what we're going for here is it's '90s nostalgia. We're trying to get on that nostalgia gravy train, and we discuss the movies. We uh, we talk about the movies, we watch them, and then we talk again. Mm-hmm. And the main theme is that well, one of the main themes is that we have not watched them for a long time. Right. Sometimes not, twenty years or more. Absolutely, and we're not allowed to do any research uh, beforehand. After we watch the movie, we can it's jump ball. We can do whatever we want. But I usually don't. Yeah, no, because <laughs> why? Yeah, it hasn't been worth it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week, we just decided just a moments ago. It's November first, twenty seventeen. Uh, we decided to do uh, PCU. Trevor suggested it, and uh, there is uh, there was a reason why he suggested it. <laughs> Well, we were talking about doing it for a while because uh, we think that, first of all, I, I don't think it would have been made if it was this 
in the year 2017. Right. Because it is all about, I don't know, Generation Xers who aren't into being politically correct. And yeah. these days we are largely, as a culture, into being politically correct, except for very angry people on the internet who are very mad about the idea of political correctness. Right. I think we should talk about that a little bit more maybe later after we talk more about the, the movie itself. But it's called PCU. Right, so correct. we often we have a, a segment that usually happens in the second where we, we talk about the problematic moments in a movie, and I think that uh, we're going to have many of those. There will be some. Uh, yeah, when we watch this one. However, I so I, let's talk about how what we remember. I remember really liking this movie and thinking it was funny. Yeah, I remember it being funny. We've got Jeremy Piven. He's the main character playing like, a sort of a Van Wilder type. Yeah, exactly. Cool guy. He's been at this school for a long time. Okay, yeah, he looks old. He's like he ten years. Yeah, like he a doesn't. College no, student. I remember no. that thinking he looked old Absolutely. for college as a child. He's like got a receding this. hairline, all that stuff. Yeah. But um, yeah. John Favreau. John Favreau of Iron Man fame. Yeah, Iron Man. And he directed that movie. I he think. directed all three, I think. Okay, or at least the first two. He should probably just take credit for the first Doug, one. Doug, the producer, is on this like immediately. I saw him like stop what he was doing on his iPad. John Favreau was um, the uh, dreadlocked sort of... Right, gutter. Gutter. That was his name. Who was sort of like the John Belushi... This is like very Animal House yes. of the 90s. Yes. This, uh, 1994. It, that's what they're going for, right? Right. And then uh, there's a character, a character in the movie who he's visiting the school to see if he wants to go there. Right, and the freshman, in my head, freshman. it's always Chris O'Donnell, but it's not Chris O'Donnell. It's the kid that was in the movie The Great Outdoors with John Candy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh, You're really? Shaking. That's that kid? Yeah, the like the older son. Weird. Yeah. Uh, Who's Chris O'Donnell? Uh, Robin from <laughs> from uh, Batman Forever and, oh, yeah, and no, Batman and Robin. No, you're right. The, okay. the secondary titular character in I, Batman and Robin. The I, best I Batman film, I by the way. I see it now. Just kidding. <laughs> Don't... I, I'm not serious. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> um, okay, so that's, that's a kid. He, he's visiting the school, and he visits, like, the slacker frat. That's what they are, kind of, right? Yeah, or the slacker house. I don't even think they're a frat. No, but they're, yeah, they're like they're, it's just the, it's a it's a living it's a dorm, I guess so that you have to kind of get into by being as much of a slacker as they are and I not th- giving a shit right. about what anyone thinks and you party as long as you don't have to try too hard and they don't care about everyone's like college things that they get into so like if you're someone in college that gets into like equal rights they they don't care about equal rights at that place. Right, and if like I, I guess so. No, I think it like if you're into the environment, they well, don't care I remember, about so, the environment. Well, exactly though. This one is all like the the movie is kind of just like goes from campus group to campus group to campus group, right? right and there's yeah. like there's like a group of students that are like like uh, just going at their like their senior thesis really hard and they're like mm. that's like all they're working and then there's like there's like yeah the the vegetarian animal rights group right that is doing stuff there's some extremely i remember stereotypical feminists which it does not i don't think uh paint the, the movement in the way that right right it was like what what's the like in, extremists in a way that like 
they are, are often unfairly depicted, I yeah. guess. Um, um, men are scum, and that's all. That kind of that's thing. all feminism means. It's like what but, my grandma yeah. thinks it is. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's what a lot. Of, <laughs> sadly, it's what a lot of people think uh-huh. it is. Um, and I there's like a there's like a black power or black pride group. I like. I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Or th- but there's just a lot of groups there, and I guess the, this one house just doesn't give a shit about anything. Right. But doing except nothing. Except for yeah, just smoking pot probably. Smoking pot and uh, I, I remember there's like a character that like all he does is watch TV. That's right. That was his like the- his thesis. Yeah, well, yeah, it was that? for his thesis somehow. Okay. And I remember as a kid being like, remember, Wait, can you do that? Because he has a moment where he he's done. And he's like, I can stop watching TV. Yeah, and like, he's really and he's, excited. He's pumped about it. That's all he does. Yeah, yeah. It's a big. I remember the the dorm, can, the house, whatever it is. Yeah, it's whatever. Like this yeah. big, huge, you know, space because it's set, and it's. I remember it being like pretty cool looking, even though they tried to make it look really gross. It's like, wow, yeah. this is a nice area. Yeah, and so, but it, aren't they in danger of it, like it, the house getting shut down? Oh yeah, right? the, like classic, classic, 90s classic like, college. Like, oh, this group is is uh, a pain in the necks they're of, gonna of the lose dean. Their housing, and they're gonna lose their yeah, they lose their housing. And so, what are we gonna do? We're gonna throw a big party. We're gonna just rent a different house, you guys. <laughs> You're just gonna rent something else. <laughs> We're just gonna. <laughs> Just get over it. No, but I, I think I think it has something to do with um, it being a, a campus uh, building or something. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. But they can't they can't lose it, and I'm sure it has like a name. But, yeah. Um, like, it's probably like the pit. And so, uh, Gutter is tasked of going to get the booze. Gutter, played by John Favreau. Favreau, hey. uh, <laughs> also of Elf fame. Oh. He directed Elf. Okay, good, good job, um, John Favreau. Yeah. Yes, yeah. a a but dreadlocked John Favreau. Yes, he's got uh, and they're short little dreadlocks, aren't they? Kind of, yeah, yeah those like stubby ones. Yeah. Uh, he needs to go get booze. He like gets high or something. Yeah. And fails miserably, something. and he um, a bus stops. Oh yeah. And asks him for directions. And who's on the bus? And he doesn't know who it is, but the guy who asks for directions is none other than George, George Clinton. Clinton. Yes. Of the Parliament Funkadelic. Yes. It, this is the coolest part of the movie. It, it really is. Because, like, what is George Clinton and the whole band doing in PCU? It's well, awesome. I think they were on their way to a gig and they, like, got lost. They got lost. And then they drop Jeremy Piven off. Jer- actually, that's right. He, like, gives them directions and then... He just asks them for a ride. Oh yeah! And they're like, "Yeah, man, sure." And then they show up to the party, and Jeremy Piven or somebody's like, "Holy crap! Do you know? You just got George Clinton to the party. We have to get them to play the part." And he's yeah. like, "Who the hell's that?" Yeah. And so then George Clinton plays the party. Yeah. Everybody comes. They all pay like probably like five dollars to come in. Yep. They get the alcohol. They. I remember they steal the alcohol from like a the fancy classy, yeah. party that like the. The fancy frat bros. Oh, that's right. David Spade is in this, I think. Oh, wow. Da- so yeah, he's da- trying to get them. He's one of the guys trying to get them shut down, I think. Yes, absolutely. And yeah. he's trying to get whoever the kid is that's there visiting. He's trying to get him to um, uh, be in his 
frat or whatever yeah, they then are. That's probably a frat, right? Like they wear the the jackets. Yeah, they're probably like the they're skull like and bones. Guys. Yeah, you know. man, what's Joe Dierte up to right now? <laughs> uh, so that's about all I remember. Yeah, so they they end up unifying the campus, all the different groups that don't like each other. Do they? I think they do it through this they party. party. Yeah, this party. Yeah, right. If we right. can all like party together. Oh, that's right. Because the kid that's there visiting somehow every time they visit another faction, oh, he pisses them off. That's right. And he so he gets this whole school pissed off at they're him. They're all chasing and him. He goes around and he chases them and he runs to this party and then they're like they're like 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 pitchforks and torches and they actually like, want to harm this like kid 12th grader yeah <laughs> you want to physically harm him yeah uh and so he lures everyone to the party and they all like you know listen to george clinton drink beer and and uh they learn that no, being politically correct is no something something yeah i don't know yeah i don't know what they're <laughs> i don't i'm curious what the message is because I, I really haven't seen it in a long time i've also have only ever seen it when it was it was constantly getting played on Comedy Central. Oh, me too. Yeah. No, I've never so I've never seen an it. uncensored version of me it. Me neither. So, I might be stepping into a completely different movie. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Uh, it certainly to me comes across as the kind of movie that would have to be heavily censored to be on uh, basic cable. Maybe. Uh, it's hard to say. You got Piven just being a 90s Van Wilder. You got Spade just being Spade. Yeah. <laughs> so, what, so what's that mean? <laughs> just a, you know, like he, he was just good at playing a dick in the 90s. He's just going to be a dick. Yeah. He's uh, not just the 90s. I mean, he's probably good at it. Still. He's probably still good at it. I like Spade. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Me too. Um, yeah, I, I can't think of anything else. I think I think we nailed it. <laughs> I think that's the whole entire movie. Hey, you guys should probably watch it too. Yeah, you should definitely watch it. Yeah, it might. I don't know. I don't. Do you think it's gonna hold up? Um, we'll see. I don't know. I'm. I. I think it will. Prepare for a, a delightful discussion on political correctness. Yeah. Then versus now. Then versus now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think. I think I will place a bet right now that I will enjoy it. Okay. What are you gonna? What do you say? I bet that you will enjoy it. No, also. come on. What do you think? I think it'll be fine. What do you think you're gonna say? <laughs> it's gonna be good. I don't know. It'll probably be funny, and then there's gonna be some parts where we're like, "Oh no!" Because that <laughs> happens a lot. It sure does. It's been happening. So uh, go find a place to watch it. We're probably gonna rent it off some uh, streaming service uh, because we just. Not today. There was another reason you, we decided to do this movie. Oh, because Piven's been in the news. Like, I guess today, I, Trevor told me this. So I haven't looked it up, so this is all on Trevor. Apparently, Jeremy Piven being accused of sexual harassment. Just joining that long... There's been a lot. Long list of disappointments. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's really, it's getting harder to separate the art from the artist. It is. I agree. Oh, well... Let's go separate the podcasters from the room we're in. So, <laughs> separate the first half I'm, of the podcast from the second half. Of I'm the not good at segues. <laughs> go watch the movie, kids. Yeah.
Trevor. Hey, Tom. Why don't you tell our listeners about our sponsor? Well, the Record Exchange is a cool place to go get records. Do they have anything other than records there, Trevor? They. It's a cool place to get tapes. Like, what kind of tapes? It's a cool place to get cassette tapes and also... Maybe they have some VHSs. They have compact discs. They have CDs. They have uh, cool stickers that I've seen before. What about video games? What video if I like video ga- games? Is it a place that I'd like to go to? Hey, if you like video games, go to the Record Exchange. So you've, you're telling me that the Record Exchange, located in Frederick, Maryland, and Silver Spring, Maryland, has vinyls? Vi- that's not how you say that. V- vinyl? Vinyl <laughs> recordings? Vinyl. They have CDs, vinyls, cassettes, cassettes. They have. Ca- do they have castanets? Castanets. They have guitar picks. Digital video discs. Strings. I've gotten guitar strings there. Ladies and gentlemen, the Record Exchange has all that and more. So make sure that when you're in Frederick, Maryland, or Silver Spring, Maryland, right by the Fillmore, you head on down to the Record Exchange. Tell them Tom and Trevor sent you, and they probably won't know what you're talking about. <laughs> also, please. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening and you've got any feedback, comments, questions, suggestions, you can always email those to us at nowavailableov at gmail.com. You can also tweet at us at nowavailableovc. I know that's just a little bit different. It's confusing, but now at nowavailableovc. The last thing that we we're going to mention is that if you like what we do and you want to help the annual podcast network, uh, you can go over to patreon.com slash the annual and you can choose to pledge a monthly donation anywhere from a dollar to... I just hit my microphone stand again. Anywhere from... (laughs) I'm going to edit that out. You can go to patreon.com slash the annual and you can pledge a monthly donation or a one-time donation, anything from a dollar to a million dollars, and everything you give us is really appreciated. You can be our Patreon of the arts. Yes. Uh, What Trevor said. (laughs) So patreon.com slash the annual, anything you can give would be greatly appreciated. Now back to PCU. Trevor. Tom. Are you feeling politically correct? Um, probably more than the writers of this movie. Yes, there were some questionable choices in some of the content of the film. Who hurt them so badly with political correctness in their backstories? Yeah, I, uh, I couldn't, uh, I can't imagine it was, I don't know, okay, yeah, let's talk about this movie. As bad as all that. Yeah. Um... Good things? Yeah, I'm going to say overall, I, it was, I, it, you know, I enjoyed it. It wasn't... Um, it was fine. It wasn't all bad. There were some really uh, funny things in there. Uh, John Favreau, in particular... As has, Gutter. As Gutter. There's a pretty great moment where uh, he's stoned out of his mind, and he imagines himself in like some kind of congressional hearing that was good yeah that's like on cnn and it was like with real footage of real 
Uh, yeah, he's worried that his drug use is going to come up later. Yeah, and that he's going <laughs> to. And then uh, Jake Busey is also in that. Yeah, there's that a Busey. sequence. Yeah, there's a Jake Busey in this movie. And his amazing teeth and his impeccable incisors, chompers, uh, just, just like his dad. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, really looks like, a lot just like his dad. It's very strange. It is strange. He's there. He's also stoner guy number one. They take some. Bong is that hits. is that his? Um, I just yeah I assume so. Oh, okay. They all had not. They had. There are a lot of so and so number one, number twos mm-hmm. in this movie because of all the different social cliques. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought you know in general it was you know your typical college. Uh, we got to raise money to save something. We pretty much nailed it. We did in, in part one. I think I'm I'm impressed with this. Might be the one that we did the best with uh, actually. Uh, recapping. First of all, the pit, right? Yeah. Oh, the pit. Yeah. Wait, did you say that in the first half? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I said. You nailed it. The pit. It's called the pit. Uh, we got most of the main characters except for um Silicon Valley. Oh yeah. So one of the like burnout kids in the pit is Gavin Belson. Gavin Belson. Uh, from Silicon Valley. Not that's not the actor's name. That's fine. Uh, I guess so. I feel like because we're a movie podcast, we should probably say the actor's name. Just but Gavin Belson was great. Yeah, Gavin Belson was excellent. You know what am I talking about? We spent the whole time calling that one kid Henry Rolling Gardner. <laughs> <laughs> that is his name, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, uh, cool. A kid in Henry Rolling Gardner's court. That's right. Uh, let's see what else. Soundtrack was good. Uh, Elvis Soundtrack Costello good. Had, pump it up. Yeah, we had, showed up. Yeah, uh, I gotta say it wasn't like. A ton of like quintessential '90s music. Steve Vai did the soundtrack. Yeah, that was interesting. Weird. Yeah, that is because like you would forget for a minute, and then you'd hear some like weird guitar stuff, and be like, "Oh yeah, that is totally Steve Vai." Still Steve Vai. Like that sounds like luscious locks of hair and (laughs) and weird jackets shredding all over his guitar. Yeah. Yeah. There was a scene where Gutter is really stoned, and there's just like really weird trippy guitar stuff, and tell that Steve Vai was really just having fun with that one. Really having fun. Matt Ross. Matt Ross is Hel- Henry Rollings Gardner. No, Matt Ross is Gavin Belson. Oh, okay. Uh, his character's name was Raji. Okay. Uh, and I think at, at this time in his career, he went by Matthew Brandon Ross. Okay. Well, he was fine. He was good in it. It was just funny because for a while I was thinking, it was one of those, who is that guy? Yeah. And I had watched a good amount of Silicon Valley not too long ago. Chris Young played Tom Lawrence, the uh, the, the the pre-frosh. Tom, was it uh, hard having your name be the subject of so much hatred in this film? You know, that's just something I've come to accept as someone named Tom and Thomas. Yeah. You got your doubting Thomas. Sure. You got your peeping Tom. Biblical. You got your Tom girl mm-hmm. or Tom boy. Both, sure. What... Is there both? I don't know. What's because a tomboy is a girl who likes to act like a boy or something? We all know that there's no such thing. No, I understand that, yeah. but that's like the you know the gender normative right. understanding of what a tomboy yeah. is. Is there a tom girl? I have no idea. I, <laughs> you know, that's a good segue into one of the many things in this movie that uh, feminism. Were I was <laughs> kind of annoying and yeah, just. I feel like even for 1994, the depiction of, of feminism 
Yeah, horribly skewed. In this movie was really just annoying. Which I gotta say, I think they made a wise choice in then calling them womanists they did in the not movie. Specifically, use the term feminist, which womanist. I think was in part them acknowledging like uh, we know this isn't feminism. That it was a caricature. Yes. Gross. Well, they were all fairly gross caricatures of the political movements. Yes, they were. Yeah, the everybody whatever. was an extremist. Yeah, yeah, and I don't. I, I didn't go to college in the 90s. Neither did I. And in 1994, I was in second grade. Right. Same. But part of me, I don't know, I have mixed feelings about the idea of there's protesting everything. Because when I was in college, I felt like there weren't enough protests. And maybe it was because I saw PCU as a kid, and I was like, sweet. I'm going to get to college, and I'm going to get to protest everything. Sure. But... Maybe we just don't care that much anymore. Well, there are certainly things about this depiction of college that I think remain in the college experience. Uh, specifically, just like the sort of clickiness. Like, if you, like, you either join some kind of organization or you don't. And if you don't, you, you typically hang out with other people that haven't joined some kind of organization. Mm. Hence, forming your own sort of non-organization organization. I think it depends on the size of the school. We didn't ever find out how large uh, Port Charles University, University was. Yeah. It was in Connecticut, uh, apparently, and uh, which is where I grew up. And I, it's not it's not a real place. But um, my the college that I did you go to... You grew up in Port Charles? Uh, yeah, but it was New York. Oh. No, I think there is like a Port Chester or Port Charles in New York. Is it? But it, uh, there, it's not in Connecticut. Anyway, it's supposed to be a New England university, but we have no idea how large of an institution. Sure, it I'd say it, it was probably maybe. It doesn't look like it, like a large, huge university, mm-hmm. like a like a twenty-five thousand student university, but like maybe like maybe a ten thousand. Ten thousand, yeah. yeah. Mine was like two thousand five hundred. Mine was like five thousand. Okay. Yeah, I went to Shepherd University. Yeah. Where'd you go? Washington College. Okay. That's where George Washington went. Yeah. Yeah. He was there. That mine is where uh, Sam Shepard went. No. Sam Shepard, No, yeah. that's not yeah. true. But it's just, it's just you called You could Shepherd. study shepherding there. Yeah. Shepherd, yes. Shepherdry. Uh, yes, that's actually, yeah, that's what I, my major was, uh, shepherding. He's really good at it. Who? You. I'm oh. telling the audience. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, what um, else? Well, okay, so some of the things... Um, so the writers seem to just be angry that people care about things is the the sense that I'm getting. And my 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 general question, or maybe it's the the movie's question, is should we care about anything at all, or just only the things that we the writers think you should care about? Because we're apparently supposed to care about the main characters and them keeping their house. But why, if we're not supposed to care about the environment or equal rights or anything like that, why should we give a shit about? These slacker kids' true living situation. Very true. Wow, I didn't think about it. That. Wow, you're you're getting all philosophical here. I was a philosophy major. Yeah, obvi. Uh, nutshots. One. There was there one was nut one nutshot. <laughs> Precisely one. Towards the very end, they really that was like the the ace up up their sleeve. It was a savory nutshot. It really was. Uh, it was done with a plank of wood. Yeah, that's true. That but it wasn't rough. done to a character that was particularly featured. Like he was the one of the henchmen of the, the David Spade. David Spade, who is the um, young Republican slash Meninist slash neo Nazi 
Yeah. Very neo-Nazi. Yeah. Um, uh, also, like, definitely a Reaganite. I mean, they, they were explicitly conservative. Yes. Also explicitly racist. Yes. And sexist. Which... And anti-Semitic. By the way, we understand that conservatism doesn't necessarily... If you're conservative, doesn't mean you're a racist. No, it's just... Just in this movie, it, it did. <laughs> yeah, it, it did. And, you know, of course, no real conservative would, would endorse that sort of thing or even think about... Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Getting political. <laughs> Jeremy Piven. Jeremy Piven. Okay, so I know we made a comparison to Van Wilder, which came later. Yeah, it was later. And I gotta say, I like, I feel like Ryan Reynolds watched this movie a few times before going into to film Van Wilder. Yeah, it should have been called Van Piven. Van, yeah, yeah, totally. Van, but I think just like he was already too old to really be in the movie. Uh, Piven was 29, I think, in this week. Yeah, but he looks... He looks easily 39. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's the other thing, too. They kept alluding to how long he'd been at the school. It's finally revealed that he's been there for seven... It's his seventh year. Seventh year. And he's graduating. But Trevor stumbled upon a a big old plot hole, maybe. Maybe. In in, uh, some backstory, uh, David Spade's character... Was, uh, was Jeremy Piven's coll- uh, freshman roommate, but so does that mean that David Spade's character has also been there for seven years, or was Spade a freshman? Exactly, and they just threw Piven in there with a freshman. Yeah, and who knows? Already, we don't know. But that actually, uh, that one flashback yeah. scene was really. Yeah, funny. you're right. Maybe it was like Piven's like third year by then. He's a third year freshman, maybe, or just third year. Maybe he's I third don't know. Year. But it was that's one of the funnier bits in the. Movie. It was actually. A <laughs> is that uh? It, oh man, it must have sucked to live with David Spade, but really, Piven was like an abusive, he was wild. <laughs> like, he was insane. An abusive roommate, jumping around, throwing stuff. Yeah. Um. Mostly though, I found Piven to be mostly obnoxious. Yeah. Well, so the people you're supposed to care about are terrible people. They're not they, great. They throw, they throw raw meat at people protesting, uh, the consumption of meat and the slaughter of animals it's mean and like i don't like whether you're vegetarian or or a meat eater i don't care i don't want raw meat on myself sure and but especially like if people are are legitimate vegetarians and you were to throw raw meat on them that is seriously fucked up i know several people that that would make physically ill just the thought of it um and so, and these are the heroes of the film, these Trevor. The heroes. Because, the well, heroes. we're supposed to we're supposed to uh, apparently agree with their point of view, which is that uh, I, I guess they're sort of going for a nothing is sacred kind of sure. worldview, which I suppose has its merits. I guess it's just that <laughs> people do care about things in the world, and that's nice for them. Uh, and why do you care? Why that be they a dick care? about it? Why do you care that they care? Why does it bug you so much that they care? It's the way that they care, Trevor. It's the way that they care. It's getting in my way. So, yeah, and actually it was getting in their way because they were blocking the dining hall. Yes, that's true. And they were hungry. But then they got into the dining hall. Yeah, and they were serving chili burgers that day. They better not be getting in between me and my chili burger. So they care about chili burgers. And so their counter-protest was to throw the meat, which they should have just, instead of throwing the meat, if they were that hungry, they should have just eaten the chili burgers. They broke in anyway. Yes. Anyway. They did. Um, 
but so the, the, the final sort of thesis is uh, they have this not going to protest protest where Jeremy Piven gets up there and gives a just rambling Trumpian speech <laughs> about <laughs> nothing. It's just pandering really to his audience and how well, he's, know, he's trying to incite a, a riot. Trying well, to incite. He's trying to incite a protest. Well, yes, an anti-protest protest. Yes, yeah, so we're not going to protest. Protest. Which where everybody's is, yeah. shouting, "We're not going to protest. We're not going to protest." I yeah. get. I get it. We get it. Yeah. 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 Is. Yeah. Very clever. Kind of clever. Um, and that, but there are lots of weird little things that they threw in, like, uh, like the president of the school who was. Uh, Re- the mom in Arrested Development was yes. her name. She's great. Uh, yeah, Kat, what is her name? She's amazing. Um, she was talking about how they're going to get rid of their offensive um, mascot, mascot, which the, is the, the Indians the, the, or something. What, Port Chester? Port, Port Charles? Port Chester? Doesn't matter. Chesterport? Mm-hmm. Indians. Indians. Yeah. And they're going to replace it with this endangered whooping crane. Yeah. Th- these days we're still having that discussion yeah we're still having that debate but the way that it's framed is like that's ridiculous yes Re- replacing the, what just because it's the indians come what's on what's wrong with having what? an indian mascot which i think is very interesting i think well i think it's a good discussion to have uh, you know at my high school alma mater Linganore high school there's a hot debate in the local headlines yeah, about i've seen that the wearing of a headdress at football games mm-hmm. and there a man if you want to get really bored you should find all the articles about it yeah uh, if there's one people or one thing that people get really upset about it's it's a tradition even if that tradition is not actually as old as the sacred tradition that is defacing uh which is in this case is the headband yes absolutely (laughs) uh so you know it lets i don't know how long the linganore headband has been around 50 years at least a couple decades mm-hmm. i don't know i i really i don't know or or care right um but there are people that do yes absolutely and they can keep on caring about it and there's people that care on both sides yes oh yes there are <laughs> uh personally you know i wouldn't i wouldn't uh lose any sleep if uh certain mascots were changed in our country the whooping cream by the way looks fucking cool yeah, no, it's it looks cool pretty bird. like. And can you imagine like the fun, uh, like plush outfit that the mascot would get to wear? It would have like this cool, like, this cool poofy like, head, thing. like poofy head thing, and yeah. like have like a really long neck. What was your school mascot? In college? Yeah. Was it George Washington? <laughs> I think it was. It was like the Shoreman or something. I don't the, know if that actually the Shoreman? is. Was it George Foreman? It was a short. It was a George Shoreman grill. George Shorman Grill. I don't know. It was for, uh, for grilling your tuna. It's like crab, crabman or something, probably right. The, it's the eastern shore of Maryland, so they're really about like the crabbers, crabbing, the crab box, fish, fishing boxes. But it also might have been geese or something. I was the, I was a ram. I was not a sports person. At, we, we were at at Shepherd. We were rams. And rams then, are cool. And then uh, when I did my my masters, I, I was a hornet. That's also cool. Yeah. So yeah, I was a, a ram and a hornet. Well, the uh, there there was some sort of very very thinly veiled metaphors going on with the uh, whipping crane uh, situation. She, she uh, the president says it under her breath. She's like, "And we'll keep it here, safe and enclosed." But what she's really talking about is the political sensibilities of her students. Yes, the delicate 
delicate sensibilities, and we need to keep, keep them it here safe in this safe and enclosed, space. where they, we can never no thinking expose outside them. the box, or only thinking outside the box, which is its own box. Ah, a box wow. outside of a box within a box. Yeah, it's like a series of boxes. That's but, all life is. Right now, this room that we're in. When we walk out of it, we're going to step into a hallway, which in a sense is another box. It is. And then when we walk out of here, we'll be outside. But even the outside is kind of like we've got atmosphere, which is like a box itself. It's not really box-shaped at that point. Well, but see, there you go with your well, you've got your, your definitions. Single, yeah, yeah, come on. So a box, what, it has to have four sides? As a philosophy major, I do insist that we define our terms, yes. You you can't have a circular (laughs) box? No. What about octagonal? Uh, That sounds kind of cool. Yes to octagonal, no to circle. There, we've defined it. What about a triangular box, like a pyramid? Hate it. It's kind of like a box. I don't like it. For the purposes of this discussion, (laughs) no pyramids, but yes to uh, octagonal prisms. Okay, fine. Great. Well, folks, I think that about does it for PCU. Trevor, do you have any final thoughts? Um, yeah, you should watch it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think it's worth revisiting. There, like I said, there's some legitimately funny things in there. George Clinton's cool. George Clinton was great. He licks someone's hand. It's weird. John Favreau was good. I think even Jeremy Piven had some some okay moments there's that were some, kind of funny. It was I okay. Mean, yeah, again, Piven like, was fun. He's very like if you like Van Wilder, you'll probably like Jeremy Piven's character. Yeah, um, I don't remember what his name was. Anymore. And David Spade's funny. In it. Spade like, is funny. He plays he plays a, a good dickhead. Yeah, and, he does. Uh, yeah. So check it out, PCU. Uh, by the way, we had a difficult. We almost <laughs> we almost just watched the Dark Tower and came back and talked about the Dark Tower. I, I was um, thinking about it because we had a hard time finding a place. We ended up having to get a, a seven day free trial of this of stars. <laughs> on demand tell your friends so if you want to watch watch PCU (laughs) you can watch it for free just remember to cancel that 7 day subscription which I'm going to do immediately after we're done recording but think of all the movies you can watch in 7 days Uh, Trevor I think uh, now we're going to move into our final segment we're going to shut the book close the close the door on PCU and we're going to Go to emails. 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 We need to have an email song. Emails. Email. Oh, that's the way. Can't do it. Oh man. Yeah. Um. We'll get there. Uh, it's mail time. Oh, it's Blue's Clues. I never okay. watched Blue's Clues. You, uh, well, it was definitely not a show that I watched because uh-huh. I was. I was too old. You were way too old. <laughs> but I had younger <laughs> siblings. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, and I definitely saw an episode or two. So we have a couple emails here uh, from uh, various episodes. Uh, but, Trevor, why don't you read this email from our friend Zach. Zach. Um, All right, this is from Zach. Just listened to your first five episodes today. Just curious if you guys would do a bonus segment on Theodore Rex, starring Whoopi Goldberg. 
with the Mario movie, because until just now, I thought they were directed by the same person. If you do, I can send you guys a lot of baked goods for your microphone bake sale. Love you guys, Zach. And it's uh, titled, Hashtag Team Trevor. Oh, yes. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Clever. All right, Zach, thank you for the email. Theodore Rex. That's probably going to have its own episode someday. I think it needs to. It's one that I, I have a picture of in my head and zero plot. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, I definitely I have very, very brief glimpses in my head of what that movie was. I do remember it, though. I don't remember watching it. Whoopi Goldberg, buddy cop movie. Let's her not partner, speculate. Let's not. Her, bo- her partner is a little... Save it. Little, save it. The guy in a dinosaur <laughs> suit. That's all and we're gonna have. All I remember, and I, and I remember too, though, is that I'm pr- like almost positive the Theodore Rex costume uh, had to have been borrowed off the set of Dinosaurs. dinosaurs. Yes, <laughs> yeah, the, it's like the older brother, the brilliant uh, sitcom that was dinosaurs, dinosaurs. Which we need to have definitely like a '90s TV episode. It uh, has to be the finale of Dinosaurs. Do you remember the finale of Dinosaurs? Sort of. Okay, I'm. I might. It's it, dark. Yeah, that's why it has to be the finale. Okay, is it? Wait, is that the one where like, the the dad's boss is threatening to eat him? I feel like that was every episode. Yeah, we'll get there. We'll true. get to. Anyway, so uh, no different directors, but I could see why you would think they were the same because they're both garbage movies. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> you're right. We haven't watched Theodore Rex yet. <laughs> it might be great. What if it's great? <laughs> we don't know. I don't remember. Cool. Yeah, I don't, I don't know either. Good suggestion. Yes, good suggestion, and thank you for the email. Uh, and once again, uh, you can re- always reach us at uh, nowavailableov at gmail.com. We've got, um, we've got a couple emails from our friend Rich here. Hey, Rich. Um, our first email from him is in regard to our uh, but Tall Tale episode. Pecos Bill. In, our, in that episode, we... we we posit that there's no way Pecos could shoot the trigger fingers off of 50 men with only 12 bullets. Yeah. And he says, maybe he did like Deadpool and made the most of his 12 bullets by shooting at the other guys when they were all lined up. So the one bullet went through multiple fingers at the same time. I do remember that scene now when, when he does sort of like a, like a, a flip move and then he lines it up perfectly and it shoots through all of their fingers at the same time oh shit well that's totally possible oh yeah I guess I, there was also that movie Wanted it with uh, I think James McAvoy and Angelina Jolie that sounds made up and they're like assassins that can like they can like uh, like curve bullets that's equilibrium no equilibrium no with Batman Christian Bale's in that? Yeah. Or uh, Michael Bean. Keaton. Uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. George Clooney. Mm-hmm. George Clinton. George Clinton is in it. Bill he Clinton. curve the bullet. All right. Um, I, you know what, Rich? I apologize for not considering that possibility. Rich also uh, sent us uh, no in response. Subject. Yeah, no subject. Come on, Rich. What? Are you typing this with one hand while eating a burrito? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> You do. Let us know. Let us know. Email us. But Rich, thanks. You've consistently you've been keeping up, Rich. So th- thanks for listening and uh, thanks for the emails. This is in response to some of our video game movie chat that we were talking about 
And it's funny because uh, this movie is is uh, coming up soon. Very soon. For recording. Do you want to read this one, Trevor? Sure. I think Mortal Kombat was perfect video game adaptation slash might be best video game movie. They did pretty much exactly what the concept of the game was. All they did was tweak Scorpion and Sub-Zero's backstories, but the fighting was sweet and the music. Didn't have to do any world building. It was already there. For elementary slash middle school kid, it was crazy awesome. Without having watched Mortal Kombat again, I have to 100% agree with I do this, all, all of this. It is, and because I mean, we have to save it, but yeah. I, I know in my heart that it can't be that great of a movie, but I know for sure that I loved it and thought it was awesome. I watched it a whole lot yeah. of times and, and had the soundtrack. And I gotta say, they did do a pretty good job of just capturing what the video game was. The The setup is very simple and cool. And you had plenty of, like, there were, you know what? There are lots of fights between iconic characters, and that's kind of something that Mario Brothers really uh, dropped the ball on, was just having, like, iconic moments from the video game. Wait, was Mario Brothers a video game movie? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How could you tell? Was it? Yeah. Oh. But, um, yeah, so thank you, Rich. Uh, be sure to listen to the Mortal Kombat episode when it comes out. We're probably going to be recording that sometime in the next couple weeks. Real soon. Yeah. Um, we've got one last email, um, which I'm just going to – I'm not going to preface anything. I'm just going to read it. Um, let's see here. <coughs> Uh, Dear Tom, this one's addressed to me. Thank you for contacting us. We are sorry to hear about your experience with Kettle Foods, and we really appreciate you letting us know about it. We will pass this information and your comments along to our quality assurance team and also keep a record of it. The goal at Snyder's Lance is excellence. Our strict quality control standards, special processing equipment, and continual quality checks help to ensure a quality food product and package. We are sending a free product coupon your way, believing that you will have a great experience with our product next time. Thanks again for letting us know about this. You can expect the coupon to arrive shortly at the address below. Tom Hewinder. I'm not going to read my address. Please let us know if you have any further concerns or comments. Uh, this is from Farrell. Farrell. Uh, he's a specialist at Consumer Affairs for Snyder's Lance. Um, just so you can know... Um, what did you write? Uh, what I wrote... <laughs> How did, why are they getting in touch with us about this? So, uh, <laughs> recently... Well, let me just... Well, I'll read to you the what I said. I said... Um, I wrote to them. I said... I says to them... My sriracha chips have little or no sriracha flavor. I love these chips, and I hope your recipe has not changed. I've included a picture, parentheses, Molly is holding the bag while Max the cat watches in astonishment. <laughs> End parentheses. I hope this, display, this displays a lack of the flavor and typical redness that comes along with the seasoning. What happened here? Question mark, exclamation point. Hope this helps you. Thanks for the great chips. 99.99% of the time. Wow. Is that a real percentage? I mean, have, I, mean I don't know. That's my, that's my sampling, um, I would say. So you, you've had them a lot then. Yeah. And, At least uh, a thousand times. At least a thousand times. times yeah. yeah. And you're, you wrote to tell them that the 
I, I never know. Is it Sriracha or Sri? I, I again I don't Chips. care. I want to know. S- Sriracha or Sriacha? Tell us. Tell us. Please help. Um, um, anyway, I flavorless, and you emailed them from. I both. The now I, available. I called, left a voicemail, and emailed them, and both times I left the now available at gmail.com. I figured it'd be a way of like of advertising. Oh, okay. <laughs> so that was on purpose. It wasn't just like you were you left on the now available email. No, I, I the I wish I had a recording of the voicemail because it was really good. I wish them a Merry Christmas too, just in case. When was this? It was just a couple like a, a week or two no, ago. Okay, so it's preemptive. Well, I didn't know if I was going to talk to them in person before the holiday season. That was kind. Yeah. Uh, do you do this a lot? Do you- no, okay. no, no, no. Uh, I, I, I'm not the kind of person that does this, and I'm not sure why we're still talking about it, but <laughs> I just thought it was funny. It was nice um, that they got back to you. No, and I recent, I received my coupon oh, that is in the cool. mail for a free bag of chips from them, and also a dollar off coupon in addition. Um, so great customer service. Seems worth it for the amount of work you put I in. really enjoy the the kettle cooked potato chips. You know, did they're, they give you the yeah. same kind? I mean, no, it's a them? coupon for any Snyder's Lance kettle product. Will you ever be having the sriracha? Oh, flavor? absolutely! No, we like literally we opened the bag and they were just like plain potato chips in it, and we're like, what? Yeah, no, that's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. You should have just said this is. It was go- up. it was to go with our meal. We were just having a, a nice little. Uh, we we're having. Uh, vegan BLTs and sriracha chips. Wow. And, and But you didn't because you just had regular chips. Yeah, there was regular chips, which, you know, we're still okay. There's like a shadow of flavor on them. That's unacceptable. Absolutely. Not cool. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been now available on Video Cassette, your favorite 90s movie podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening. I know I've enjoyed recording. Trevor, any final thoughts for the listeners? I'm just still really upset about this chip thing. I know, I know, I, I know. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't have anything else. All right. Well, I'm gonna go consult Trevor, and maybe pick up a free bag of Kettle Brand potato chips. Until next time, I'm Tom. <sighs> no, no, I can't. And this has been. Right now. (laughs) Tom hits the microphone saying all the time. Oh, Tom hit the microphone saying, here I go.